Today, I thought I would switch it up a little bit and answer a question that is a very common question. And if you're a dad, that you probably have run into this at one point, one of your kids is a stubborn kid. So, so let's dive into stubborn kids. So stubborn kids is one of those things that can feel like it's overwhelming in most points because as you go through your normal day, you want things to flow. You want your kids to do what you want them to do. You want them to get ready for the bus. You want them to get do all of these different things that just get hung up. And in the end, you really just want them to do what you're telling them to do, but they don't. And there's often this uh, free will issue that you're like, why did God give, give kids free will? Why didn't it make something that turned on when they were 18 or something? Like, why does there have to be this resistance to what you want them to do? Now, there isn't a natural cure for stubborn kids. Well, there may be a natural cure, but there isn't a just a one thing that fix all. To me, if you've been listening to the podcast, this won't be a big shocker, but a big part of it is managing your response to the stubbornness. I'll repeat that again for those in the back. A big part of dealing with stubborn kids is managing your response to the kids because your response is either an indicator that this is working and they are pushing your buttons or it is not. And it's this moment of when they are pushing your buttons, do they either learn that it worked and they'll repeat this process or It'll be a process that they learn that this isn't something that works. This isn't something that gets my parents upset. And this isn't something that gets me what I want. Now, that is still easier said than done, like most advice. But it kind of comes down to there's two approaches to think about here. And there's really one approach, but it has two choices involved with it. Is that when a child presents a wall of stubbornness, you essentially create in your mind two choices. One, that goes down the natural road that you want them to go down. And two, the other road is, what would happen if they do not do what you want them to do? Now, that could be a toddler kicking and screaming and fighting to put them in the car and that you're perfectly willing to put them in the car this way and that you are happy to do both scenarios but the crux of a stubborn child is they want the freedom to choose. I'll repeat that again. The crux of a stubborn child is they want the freedom to choose. And so the more opportunity that you can put in front of them to give them the choice of two paths can, and repeat it over time, get you the outcome that you're looking for. Now, in some cases, the kid will test you and choose the path that is the one that involves you doing it the hard way or the easy way, for example. And sometimes it's just a matter of going through that, managing your response, not yelling, not getting triggered, and realizing that they don't have power over you. Because once you react to a kid's stubbornness, you are passing the power of responsibility of being an adult onto them, and they're, they're in power and you're not, which is not what you want. So you want to pull that back and you want to realize that your response, again, is the number one thing that you can manage here with a stubborn child. But it comes back to those two choices, the easy way or the hard way, and being perfectly fine, cool, calm, and collective to implement both depending on their choice. But remembering that a stubborn child just has a higher 
desire to make choices on their own. And your objective as parents is to raise kids turning into good adults. We're not raising kids, we're raising adults. So transferring this responsibility earlier isn't bad. It just means you need to have more of a plan in order to get through it. It means that you need to have a better way through to get through where you need to go. So let's review. When you have a stubborn child, the most important thing is to realize that your response is the only thing that you can control. Controlling your response keeps you having the keys to the bus or passes the power on to them. You want to remain powerful. You want to remain as the adult, cool, calm, and collective. And you want to present that you're not triggered, that you're not pushed to the point of reacting. Easier said than done. And even on my best days, I can still be pushed to react. Our response is the one thing that we want to measure. The second thing is, the first time something happens, you may not be able to come up with the two choices in your mind, but the second time, you'll be able to think like, you know what, these were the two choices we could have done. Every morning getting ready is a complete shit show. Let's go ahead and try to come up with two choices that we can present to them of how it could go and letting them choose their own path. Again, passing the choice on to them. But it ultimately comes down to creating a two-choice scenario, presenting the easy way and the hard way, being cool, calm, and collective to present and respond to those choices, and then implementing whatever choice they make, and again, presenting those two choices. And they'll eventually come to the conclusion when they don't have power over you that the easier choice is the right choice. Easier said than done. Harder when you have more kids. If you have one kid right now, hone this skill in because then it will be passed down and one kid isn't passing down how to to manipulate dad or how to manipulate mom. That is all I have for you today. Hopefully that gives you some insights into how to deal with stubborn kids or how I view dealing with stubborn kids. And we'll be back again with you guys tomorrow.